Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. I'm so grateful that we have a book to study, grateful to get some time together, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, I'm going to be in a couple of verses in Proverbs and also over in the book of Isaiah. Uh, Before I get started, I just wanted to to mention, I want to encourage you, pray for your country. Obviously, there's elections coming up, and there's, oh man, corruption is running rampant, and and um, I mean, evil has raised its head in in open, um, passionate, open uh, rebellion against good. And uh, you know, for years, I prayed, God help evil be obvious, because sometimes the evil, like a underground river it creeps along or like crabgrass in your lawn you don't see it until it takes a hold and and uh and I, i've prayed for years god help evil be very obvious very uh clear to see <laughs> so, wow is, is that prayer ever answered um evil and and corruption and shame uh from the from the judicial to the executive to the legislative and that's just in Washington that's not talking about state by state or local communities or religious circles or whatever boy they said there's a lot of evil in this world and and don't think don't think um, uh, don't get thinking that well everybody's pretty good no everybody's pretty bad and uh, today I just want you to know your country needs prayer the first lesson in prayer, Paul told Timothy, he said, you teach the men in your church to pray for kings and for all that are in authority. First Timothy chapter two. And um, our leaders need us to pray for them and uh, pray that God would move them, pray that God would get rid of some, replace them with better, pray that God would help them make good choices. Uh, we have a great God, and but we have an evil world and we sure need the Lord, but I hope you'll pray. And these are exciting days. Um, when it's so very, very obvious that uh, the FBI, the DOJ, uh, I, I think we can get rid of all of the all of the initials in America. I heard somebody in the radio saying um, uh, that somebody that was in the political realm said it's time to completely disband. I think it was the FBI he was talking about, and he said it needs to be all started over again. And I don't know how you'd ever do it. Our country's so big, but. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree with it. I don't know what's best in that kind of thing, but I do know this: um, uh, wrong and evil is has raised its old ugly head. It's very easy to see, and uh, it would be sure a good thing if you and I would be people of prayer for our country. Uh, before we get going too too much on that end, uh, let me read a couple of verses for you today. And uh, I, I am unpopular in a lot of ways. And um, and I, I make people mad at me. And, you know, it's funny. Most of the things that I make people mad at were things that were commonly accepted 50 to 100 years ago. Uh, you go back to uh, any time prior to 1960, and, and any old preacher would preach against Hollywood, preach against uh, rock and roll and, and uh, abortion and all that. That would be a very normal thing. But... Uh, but, you know, the church has kind of drifted along with the world and gotten pretty comfortable being worldly. And, um, well, you can get very unpopular. But I just want to talk for a couple of minutes today, and I'm not going to do an exhaustive study. I'm going to show you three different passages in the Bible about booze, uh, liquor, 
that it is be, booze is being justified by Christians, by preachers, by religious groups. They'll say, well, Jesus turned water to wine, um, but he didn't want people drunk. He just always okay to drink. And I think, oh, that's just the, those are the statements of either, either uh, ignorant or, or, or deceivers. And I, I give credit that some of them are probably ignorant. They just have a very superficial understanding of the scriptures. And, um, and that's right here. I'm in, I'm in uh, Isaiah chapter 28. But um, and there's a verse on that very thing. Um, I'll, I'll throw it out to you real quick here. Isaiah, I might take a whole morning on it, but Isaiah 28 verse 9. Who shall, whom shall he teach with knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? So there are people that God will help, uh, that God will teach them knowledge and he'll help them understand doctrine. And it's those in verse 9 that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. We know milk, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And uh, uh, Paul wrote, well, when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles, the oracles of God. And talk about strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. But you, you can't have strong meat. You need to have milk. There are Christians. I'm not saying they're not saved. I don't think the Bible does. But there are many people who are saved who, who have never gone on off of the milk of the word and on to strong meat where God could teach them knowledge and help them understand doctrine. And they're not bad, they're just babies. And um, there's a lot more on that. You want to read over in the Psalms where, well, we'll get it. May, I think maybe I'll just take a morning and talk about that. But where we are is a little earlier in, in Isaiah 28. And I'm going to offend the beer drinkers and the wine sippers and the, uh, the crowd who try to justify sitting around having a few drinks. I don't care if you could drink a little bit every day the rest of your life, never be a bad spouse, never be a bad parent, never be a bad citizen, never drive under the influence. You are a, you are a endorsement to that person who's not going to be moderate. You're, you're an encouragement to that person who will be a bad husband or a bad father or a bad wife um, or a bad mother. And you, you are waving the flag for something that has destroyed more homes. But that's another subject. Let's just look at the scripture here just real quick. Uh, if you want to look at um, Isaiah in verse uh, 20, chapter 28, verse 5, in that day, I'm sorry, verse 3, the crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim shall be trodden under their feet. Just hold that thought. He's just talking about the drunkards. And go down to verse 7. They have erred through wine and through strong drink, are out of the way. See, their booze got them out of the way, got them off traffic, off track. And and in their days, the preachers, some of the preachers were justifying. Look on in verse seven, the middle of verse seven, the priest and the prophet have erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine. So here are these preachers who are supposed to be guiding people and making very vital and, and important decisions. Uh, they're being misled. They're erring through their strong drink. The end of verse 7, they are out of the way through strong drink. They err in vision. They stumble in judgment. All of that because of booze. And the, the key here is when you're supposed to be on your very best, when you're supposed to be performing the very best that you can possibly perform, here you are under the influence. And that's the thing. You're under the influence. Um, liquor influences our thinking. 
Um, look over to Proverbs 31. There's a lot more there in that chapter in Isaiah. If you want to read earlier, he talks about booze, I don't know, six, eight times in that one chapter. All negative. But uh, Proverbs chapter 31, the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. The most of Proverbs goes through your, the father teaching. Then there's the mom teaching. And this is not Solomon's. There's some Proverbs, <clears throat> most of the Proverbs are Solomon's. Then it goes to the, the Proverbs that Hezekiah's men copied out. Now um, this is Lemuel or Lemuel. The prophecy his mother taught him. <clears throat> and um, he, she's warning him. If he's going to be a good king, verse 2, What my son, and what the son of my womb, and what the son of my vows, um, give not thy strength unto women, nor that, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. And she's warning him, A lady will lead you astray. Be very careful. A lot of, a lot of men have, have um, made a mess of their life because of uh, indiscreet women. Um, don't give your strength, verse 3, to women. Then look at verse 4. It is not for kings, O the mule, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Now, it's not for them, period. Absolutely not. It is not for them. Doesn't She didn't say drink with moderation. She didn't say drink, but don't get drunk. She said it is not for kings. It is not for princes. Why? Verse 5. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. So, Right there, we go back over to where we were in the book of Isaiah, chapter 20, uh, 28. Um, they err in judgment. They make bad decisions. And here the person that's carrying the responsibility of the spiritual life, and in many cases the political future of the country, and it's being twisted and warped by booze. And uh, and here in Proverbs 31, the warning, don't, 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 don't do it. And uh, someone says, well, there's some places you can have. All right, look at verse 6. It'll, it, it says, go ahead. You want to give wine to somebody? Verse 6, give strong drink to him that's ready to perish. And look, somebody needs sedated. They don't have um, drugs to take away the pain. They don't have uh, things to make to numb them. And they're about to die anyway. They're not making uh, life and death decisions. This is not the surgeon getting ready to do brain surgery having a drink. This is the person who's dying any minute and and they're taking some of this like any anybody in our era would take other pills and things um give wine to him those that be of a heavy heart let him drink and forget his poverty remember his misery no more uh, they're not endorsing that people drink as much as they're saying that if, if liquors liquors for the hopeless liquors uh something to to curb the pain and the suffering and uh, you've got a life. You've got some intelligence. Don't don't you be drinking booze. Uh, that's not for you. Look over to a couple of pages to Proverbs chapter 24. Uh, Proverbs chapter 24. and uh, I'm sorry, chapter 23. Um, verse 29. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? How many arguments have taken place in a home between a husband and a wife because they had too much booze? One of them or both of them were drinking and the contentions ran heavy, and there was sorrow, and there was woe, and there was babblings, and there's wounds without cause, and redness of eyes, all the, the hurt in the family, and the hurt to the homeless, and the hurt to the teenager who could have a decent life. And he goes on talking about um, that, that in verse 32, at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. goes on to talk about immoral relationships that are tied with liquor. And the booze 
there has been more shameful moral, immoral behavior taking place under the influence of, of alcohol uh, than I don't know anything else. There may be other things that have done it, but oh, the, the moral depravity that's taken place uh, as people drank liquor and, and their, their um, reserve was, uh, their reserves were taken down. Their walls of protection and guarding um, were, were lowered and, and uh, suddenly their, their fear factor um, their concern about doing right was um, was diminished, and they're not able to resist, and and they're not as willing. They could, of course, but uh, oh, the mess liquor causes, and um, you know you're too important to have your head and your heart messed up with booze. Somebody needs you. Uh, somebody needs you to witness to them. Somebody needs you to teach their Sunday school class. Uh, you know the world may have been hard, and you may have lost a. Uh, of marriage or children you may have lost a career but oh you know if you go pass out tracks and witness nobody's going to ask how your career's going um they will they will listen about a savior that loves them and you could tell them about a forgiving god and uh, you matter to your children and um if you have some children oh live live a separated in clean life and um be that uh, be that shining light of godliness to your kids you don't have to have money to be a good parent you don't have to have a great big house or a great career oh but you'd walk with the great god and uh, don't don't allow liquor to mess that thing up um, we just just desperately need an america that would push that bottle away and say no uh, i don't drink and uh you don't have to be ugly about it. Just say you don't. Now, if they want to be pushy, then you can be ugly. But most people, they don't mind. Most people have an understanding. Some drink, some don't. I don't hate people that drink. I don't have a, I've never tried to stop anybody from drinking. That's their life. And uh, no, it'd be different with my children. My children never never were that way that I know of. But, um, but uh, in the world, I'm going to be good to people. And uh, if I'm in the grocery store and somebody's got beer in their cart, I'm not going to scream and yell at the, you know, near devil people drinking the devil's drink. No, I'm going to, uh, but I will try to get them saved and uh, teach them about the love of God and how important you are. Hey, you matter. You are too important to eternity to, to, to diminish your thinking ability to, to get you off the path of good judgment. Uh, you matter. And when that moment comes, when God needs you to be right on the spot to help somebody, you don't want your mind messed up with booze or with drugs either because you matter. Hey, let's, let's be a sober Christian. Let's be total abstainers and let's be unashamed of it. And with all people on earth that ought to abstain from liquor, it's those who carry the eternal book, those who speak of the eternal God, those who could tell others, of eternal life. They're the ones who need their faculties sharp as could be every minute of every day. God bless you. Have a great day.